Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, so glad uh, to be on tonight on the 4th of July. Wanted to um, wish everyone a happy 4th of July. Um, I don't know um, where you are or, you know, if you're with family, you're out and about. Um, with kind of most of these COVID restrictions being lifted, most people are out probably at the beach or wherever you are. I want to wish you a happy 4th. Um, I, I wanted to, again, we are going to do a little message uh, tonight. Um, and I wanted to um, commemorate this holiday by reading some fun facts about this holiday, about the 4th of July. Um, we didn't actually declare independence on the 4th of July, uh, but July 2nd. And the 4th is when the newspapers declared it. So when the newspapers declared it, that's when... Um, so then it just stuck, 4th of July. And it just sounds better that way than, than July 2nd. Uh, Americans will enjoy 150 million pounds of hot dogs um, during the 4th. Uh, we are a hot dog people. I don't know what it is. It's, a, it's an American thing uh, is to eat a hot dog on the 4th of July. Um, only two men signed the Declaration of Independence on July 4th, and the rest signed during the month of July. And of course, you know, back then there was no uh, trains. Uh, you know, the way, only way to get around was really through horseback. Uh, four, Americans will spend, get this, over a billion dollars on fireworks to commemorate the holiday. A billion dollars, just with a B, and on fireworks. Can you see how lucrative the firework industry is? Um, and it's, it, it goes all the way back to 1777. Uh, when you would just light up fireworks uh, to, you know, declare freedom and declare, uh, you know, America's birth. Like this, ooh, yes. Yes, let's blow something up. Um, the last fact is that shirts with the word freedom or free uh, sell quite frequently uh, during this time. And freedom is, is kind of pretty much plastered all over the place on the 4th of July. If you... Go somewhere. I mean, even even if you buy fireworks, it's freedom firework and freedom fries and freedom hamburger and there's a freedom, you know, uh, cupcake and and so it's like this idea of freedom and it kind of gets tossed um, and and kind of plastered quite frequently. Um, you know, freedom, freedom. Um, we are free to choose how we want to live our lives. We are free to choose where we live. We're free to choose who we marry. We're free to choose how we worship. We're free to choose. We're free to choose uh, to live. And we are completely free. And this freedom is part of what it means to be an American. Even as an immigrant, the idea of freedom has been integrated in my DNA. Free to think. Free to switch political parties. Free to believe freedom. We call ourselves the enlightened people the free people of the earth. Reagan called us the free people in a direct contrast to the Soviet unions and their citizens. It is a principle that continues in the ethos of the American psyche, this idea of freedom. And the definition of freedom is, it is the power or the right to act, to speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. The power to think, act, uh, speak, 
as one wants without hindrance or restraint. That is the definition, my dear brothers and sisters, of what freedom is, which epitomizes what it means to be an American. The challenge with this idea is that it's great American idea, but it is not a biblical idea. It's a great idea, but it's not a God's idea of freedom. See, the biblical freedom and the American freedom are two very different things. One is about you choose whoever you want to be. Another says you have the freedom to choose to be like your savior. One emphasizes that individuals' rights are paramount, and another emphasizes you don't have individual rights, but must put your complete trust in a faithful God that whatever he chooses is right in the end, even if it costs your life. Very, a very big contrast to freedom, right? Here's another one. One emphasizes that your beliefs can be different and unique to you Another emphasizes that there is only one belief and that everyone must have come to this belief that in the end, everything, everything revolves around Jesus and not you. So that is a very counter uh, American idea is that the world does not revolve around you. Uh, the world does not revolve what you want. Um, it revolves around Jesus. So that's the biblical idea, the biblical idea. Um, one, again, I'm going back for those who have joined us. I'm going back and forth between uh, freedom, what it means, you know, this American idea of freedom, and then also the biblicals, uh, the biblical idea. One emphasizes conquest of enemies and the destruction of those that oppose you and stand against your way. Conquest destruction, those who oppose you. Another emphasizes peace with all people and loving and embracing your enemies. That is not a American idea of loving your enemies, right? We don't elect presidents based on their compassion. We elect presidents on whether how hawkish they are, right? Uh, if they're willing to go to war, then they're, they're my kind of president. So again, we see this very different, this contrast between this American idea of freedom and this biblical idea of what that means. Um, from its inception, freedom was considered for a particular class of people and gender. From its inception, the, the Constitution. But from the Bible's inception, all humanity, all people, all genders, all races, all nationalities, and all is to be pointed back to their creator. There is no discrimination in the Bible. It, it is anti-discrimination. It is anti-classism. It's anti-ageism. It's anti-racism. It's anti-everything. It's about all. It's about everyone because everyone falls under the umbrella of humanity. Again, I'm talking about the difference. What is the biblical and what is this American idea? The gospel is not for one particular group of people that you can seclude others. The gospel is for all. 
everybody. And here's another part about this gospel. This gospel isn't free. If you really truly understand this gospel, if you truly understand who you serve and who you belong to, you'll come under the realization that this gospel will cost you everything. Because that's what it's about. It's about letting go of your dreams and embracing his dreams. It's about letting go of your ideas of what you want to do and embracing his ideas of what he wants to do with you. Remember, we as a church don't have a money problem. We don't even have a talent problem. We have a people problem. It's so funny. Some of the most capable, talented people are just unavailable. Too busy. Availability. Because ultimately, we have to do everything through his eyes, through his lens. And today, on this 4th of July, let us realize, let us embrace some of the positive attributes. And I'm an American. I like living here in America. I'm not anti-American. I love America. I love that I came here and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's such a privilege to live here. You know, the passport, it just opens up all kinds of doors. I have a, I have a privilege. I can refuse to get the vaccine. I have access to the vaccine. Well, 90% of the world does it. Um, I mean, that's just, that's a privilege. That's, that's a, that's one of the blessings of living in this country. But there's also a lot of other things and a lot of other ideas and thoughts that are swirling in the air that I want to make sure we clearly understand that they're not biblical ideas. These are cultural ideas. These are American ideas. But brother, they do not find any type of footing in the scriptures. And that is we are to embrace our enemies, not to kill them. I'll say that again. It's to embrace our enemies, not kill them. For it is, uh, we're, we're to um, commit our lives and everything we do to him and not, it doesn't work for me. Well, if it doesn't work for you, you do whatever you want. It's all about you. You get to be whoever you want, do, you know, do whatever you want to do. You, you have no limitations. Just go right ahead. And the scriptures have a contrast view. And it says, no, no. No, I have a very specific purpose for you. I'm your creator. And I know exactly what I designed you for. Will you follow me? I'm always moved by Jesus when he starts to talk about the resurrection. And, and it just the Jews were just so offended by his conversation. And they just walk away. And, and then he looks at his disciples and he says, Will you also leave me? Because what we believe is countercultural. What we believe is anti-culture. People don't understand it. They think we've lost our minds. But we haven't. We know that what he has for us is better than what we could ever imagine. And for this 4th of July, I want you to take that with you. His plans are better for you than the ones you have come up with.
I know we're all about freedom. But be free in knowing this. Submit to Jesus and embrace the freedom from carnality. Embrace the freedom from your flesh, wanting to hurt those who hurt you. Unforgiveness. There's quite a bit. There's a big list here. Trust me, nothing confuses people more when you respond with kindness to their toxic responses. When you show uh, a peace in chaos, they raise their eyebrows. Well, I thought I was free. You're not. They're not free. They're bound to another master. Because at the end of the day, we all serve one master. You get to choose who that master is. Amen. Amen. Jesus, Lord, I pray, God, that you touch us and be with us this 4th of July. God, you are the master. You're the one, Lord, who establishes nations. And Lord, you're the one who takes them down. But at the end of the day, Jesus, I am committed to you and to whatever you have for me, Jesus. Help me, God, to put my cultural things aside and embrace the biblical things, God, and your teachings, Jesus, your principles in my life. Help me, Lord, to be completely committed to you. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name. I'm so excited, folks. We Three weeks from today, we'll be worshiping in our sanctuary. Um, so please stay connected. Be with us. Uh, August 1st is our, wor uh, is our first worship service. It's at noon. So don't forget. Don't come early. Well, if you want to come early, come early. You just, just hang around for a little while. Um, and then we are doing an open house the day before. That's Saturday, July 31st from 10 to 4. Invite your friends. Come on down. Just check out all the new things that we've done with the church. The church is pretty much done. Just got to get some doors taken care of. And, and then from there, it's just organization, really. So it's just moving everything around. Pray with us as we get everything off the ground. And uh, so excited. Three weeks from today. Can you believe that? Um, three weeks. My goodness. It's right around the corner, my dear brothers and sisters. So, amen. Stay connected. I hope you have a wonderful 4th of July. And uh, again, remember, we are doing a new schedule because of this transition phase. Because um, we are we need time to organize things at the church. So, we um, just be aware. You know, of course, we have a... Our, uh, our outward uh, video on Wednesdays and, of course, our internal videos there on, um, on, uh, on Fridays and uh, Sundays at 7. So please uh, stay tuned, stay connected, uh, watch old videos. No one says you can't do that. Um, and so looking forward to being with all you folks in person. But again, again, have a wonderful fourth and uh, looking forward to seeing folks online. God bless and good night.